Undercover City. <laughs> Cover City Sports is back here on 921-2021, joined by Lantern Steve-O and our man Mike Reezy. Guys, how we doing this afternoon? Dream living, Dave. Good to be here. It's definitely the evening, definitely not the afternoon. <laughs> Mike, hopping in, <laughs> haven't been in the booth in a while. Uh, how how we living? What's going on, Reezy? I'm good, man. Excited to talk some sports with the boys tonight yes we got another normally just get in here for a little uh horses but we'll get into uh some football action absolutely and uh that's what we got in store for you tonight we got some saloon talk gonna review some taunting penalties in the nfl a way too early heisman winner and get into some games of the week here on the cover city podcast but steve why don't you kick things off with uh what's going on with these taunting penalties in the no fun league Dave, that's exactly what it is, the No Fun League. I mean, what's going on? And, and don't get me wrong. I was like the biggest advocate to stop these guys from celebrating like they won the Super Bowl after just getting a pass breakup. Like, I get it. Like, you made a big play. But, to, you know, don't act like you just won the Super Bowl. But some of these penalties in the two weeks of the NFL have just been absolutely, utterly ridiculous. Like, guys flexing. Like, literally, all he did was flex. Like, didn't get in anybody's face. Got a fifteen-yard penalty. I mean, they're they're ridiculous. Breezy, what do you what do you see? I mean, what you know? These guys are so out of touch with the league. I get that they own the teams, but like this is a league of twenty-year-olds. You know, I mean, I can't. I just I, I don't understand where they're going with this. And I mean, they had a mic up on Keening Allen when he they said he was telling the guy not to launch at him, and he they called they him gave for him a fifteen-yard on that right. play. Yeah, 50. I mean, it's just, you know, and it's going to cost somebody a game at some point, and it's just embarrassing. You know, I mean, there's nowhere else to really This is one of those there. topics where there's no, you really can't get into argument with anyone because everyone's on the same side of the fence on this one. Um, what I hate is when the, the ref gives the penalty, he makes it a point to say this is his first offense and the next time he's gone. It just it reminds me of like Pop Warner crap or something. <laughs> and then on top of that, like as a former DB, there is no point to have us in the game if we can't if we can't signal the uh, the incomplete pass after an overthrown ball that the receiver had no shot of catching anyway. Like if we can't do that, that takes away like half half of our reason of being on the field. No doubt, the NFL is it's just a money making machine, so it's never going to be like a ratings thing where people aren't going to watch because we're all betting on it like crazy and we have fantasy leagues and all this. I just wish it would cost them so it, they could look back and be like, all right, this is a really bad idea. Let's get rid of it right now. They're not going to see it in the ratings, but, I mean, you can just read it on your feeds left and right that people just can't stand it. Yeah, Mike, I think it goes back to what you said, like, what's the motive behind it? Was anyone complaining about this? Was like, And then back to your point, Steve-O, the things they're doing are just like basic human, you know, flexing, waving incomplete, you know. Just screaming after a play, very basic, basic stuff. And it, and it wasn't like it was they were first down plays. Like it was a third down pass breakup, you know, turnover on downs. I see he got, you know, all he did was give him a couple bicep flexes. It wasn't like he got in the guy's face, grabbed his junk, and like throat slashed him or something. Like, give me a break, John Mara. You're 176 Yeah, years I mean, old. my whole thing is like, do you think they change it at some point or it's just like you got to deal with the way it is? 
I think the only way there, Mike, because like you said, the ratings aren't going to be affected because of it, but uh, they do review things when it affects the outcome of a game, especially if like we're in the playoffs and someone gets a taunting call and it changes, basically changes the outcome of the right. game. I think that's the only chance. Yeah. And I, and I, I think it's going to be, a, you know, a, not, not so much a game by game thing, but it's going to be more so, you know, teams and getting together and like, I don't know if they're getting with the refs saying, listen, let a little bit of this slide. You know, we're going to, we're going to go on. Yeah. Keep I wish they would just be like, all right, we made a mistake. Let's just slowly ease ourselves out of this. <laughs> like, which, yeah. which Mike, and that's the NFL. They'll never announce. <laughs> oh, no, they'll right. never announce fault. They're never going to say they're wrong, but, but more than likely we'll watch it phase out just like a couple of the other, you know, boneheaded, silly things. The NFL is trying to implement over the years. Well, Steve, well, let's push that into what who's phasing in to the Heisman watch uh, in the way too early Cover City uh, Heisman watch here for 2021. I'm going to let Reezy start this one off because Reezy, Reezy did, and, and it was in our text thread, so we have it as proof. He called this guy preseason. That's who he's riding for his Heisman horse. Uh, this year. So, Reezy, why don't you take your guy away right Well, here? yeah, I mean, I wish we did this in August. It'd sound a lot better, and we'd have a lot more better odds because right now I think he's almost betting favorite right now. But uh, Matt Corral out of old – He oh, is. Yeah, old Miss. He is. Yeah, he's like a steam engine right now. Everybody's on it, and he's playing great, and the numbers he's putting up are, you know, I think he's like 70%, 330 a game in the air, nine TDs passing five rushing um but you, you know we'll get to see him in the next couple of weeks so uh he plays at or plays bama next week so i can't wait for that i mean you get i mean that's gonna be a hell of a game right there he's got the brutal sec schedule so he'll earn it if he gets it but i mean he's definitely got my vote right now um you know you just got a lot of guys like treading the waters it, you know, there's not too many people that are just like on fire, and he's on fire right now. Yeah, Mike, th 332 passing yards per game, nine touchdowns. Um, he's got yeah, he's got five on the ground. Yeah, yep. I mean, he's just playing great, and they're playing good. But you know, like I said, I mean, it's a soft schedule early. We'll see what he does against the big boys in the next couple of weeks. You know what, though. Reezy, you say soft, and I, I, I'm with you. You know, it's 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 been relatively easy treading for them so far, but they've dominated. Oh yeah, absolutely. Games. I mean, so you know, I can't wait. I mean, I just can't but, wait because I think we've seen a little chink in you know the Bama last week. So it's like I'd like to see what a guy like Corral can do against that kind of team next week. So that'll be something to watch. You know what it was it kind of brings me back to like the Johnny Manziel Heisman year. He had such a huge game against Bama and it basically put him Oh, absolutely. on the you know in the lead, you know, on the on the the big screen here for everyone to see like hey Johnny Manziel's for yeah. real. He if just, you have Bama on the schedule, everybody wants to know how you did against them. I mean, that's plain and simple. It can win you it or lose you it. So so Matt Corral, he's plus two ten right now. Reezy could have had him at probably plus ten thousand <laughs> come August, but we didn't. All right, guys, let me hear hit you with my too early Heisman pick. I'm going with Kenneth Walker the third. If you don't know, you better recognize 
This is the running back out of Michigan State. He was a Wake Forest transfer. He is plus 3,500 in my pool here, my 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 lines that I, I came up with. I think, DC, you, you got him at plus 5,000 somewhere. We can middle that. Yeah, plus, middle, yeah we plus can middle 40. that around somewhere around 4Gs. Meet me in the middle. Yeah. Meet me in the middle with Kenneth Walker, the yeah. third. Uh, he's, he's rushed for 439 yards in three games, five rushing touchdowns, one receiving. And I'm just going to run through the, the, the his remaining schedule. And, Reezy, the one reason I do like this kid, and, the, yes, the Big Ten has been playing better this year. Uh, he, he still doesn't have to go through the rigors of the SEC. So let me just run down real quick the, the teams that Kenneth Walker will be facing the rest of the year and the rushing yards per game they've given up. Nebraska, 156. Western Kentucky, 270. Look for him to have a huge game there. <laughs> what kind of hotel? Rutgers, 114. Indiana, 113. Michigan, 112 where the players dwell. Purdue 107. Maryland, how about the Terps only giving up 88 rushing yards per game? Well, that ain't happening when Kenneth Walker the third steps on the field, ladies and gentlemen. Ohio State 181. Can't stop anybody on defense. And Penn State, as well as they've been playing this year, they've given up 143 yards per game rushing attack again so that's why i'm going with kenneth walker the third guys i'm gonna just remember that name and remember who told you all i like it i mean it's a sleeper too you know steve we're going to refer to you as steve-o the third until uh until kenneth walker gets this heisman what if stetson bennett the fourth uh rises up here uh takes over for jt daniels leads georgia to uh, you know, a national champion. That's probably plus about one million. I would give you <laughs> <laughs> better chance he of someone on Georgia's chance. defense getting the Heisman. <laughs> yes, he's yeah. got a better chance of, uh, of getting uh, signed by Brooks Brothers PJs. Steve, I, I, I don't know who I'd go with here. I tell you, I don't like in, out of the top five. I don't like Bryce Young. I don't like like Shroud. I don't like Howell. Um, I kind of like how Radler has dropped. He's like plus 2,500 right now. I think that's great value. Um, and then, you know, behind him, JT Daniels. Plus still, un- still, st- still undefeated Oklahoma team. We're going to kind of get into them with the games of the week, talk a little bit about what's going on uh, down there in Yeah, One of the things Reezy and I were talking about is like the other thing is you have to have the schedule and you have to have the team behind you, right? You can't, you can't win a Heisman if you're not in, in – your team isn't in talks at all towards the end of the year. Um, where like, you know, Malik Willis from Liberty, uh, he's on the board at plus 5,000, but he just, he just doesn't have the schedule to even really give him a fair shot. Uh, but someone like Riddler no, or, you know, Riddler, Rattler – um, you know they they both Ritter. do Ritter Ritter. I, it's yeah. not a podcast Ritter. unless I pronounce yeah, his I name mean, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I w- the thing is like like you said, you brought up Rattler. I mean, these are great guys. I mean, dude, you're talking a hundred bucks, you know, to win twenty five hundred. Like, I mean, that's what you're talking. Like, I mean, and we're three weeks in. Is there overreaction completely? Corral, I mean, at plus two hundred. I mean, that's a shame. Like, I mean. There's no value in a pick like that at that point. So, like, you get guys that are fading, that, that's where I would jump on. Somebody, like, that had no mo and, you know, still has ton left to prove. I mean, you know, if Oklahoma goes undefeated or something like that, I mean, you know he's going to get invited. 
So, like, I mean, to me, those are, like, the guys you want to look at. You know, and he's got Lincoln Riley backing him as his coach. And let's be honest. I mean, Lincoln Riley, over the last four years, he's produced three Heisman Trophy winning – or two Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. Um, another one, you know, uh, in in uh, Jalen Hurts, he had a huge – a huge year, so it's 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 very earlier in the season, and and to get odds like that for for Rattler, I think you know you you'd want to buy in now when he's low. All right, well, Lantern, let's get into the CFB games of the week here. Cover City's games of the week. And we'll start with number 12, Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame is 3-0 versus number 18, Wisconsin, 1-1. One and one, and uh, Wisconsin favored by 5.5 with the over-under low at 46.5. Uh, this game is at noon on Fox at Soldier Field in Chicago. In Chicago. Soldiers. Chicago. Reezy, I like this. A little, uh, you know, um, a little neutral site is what I wanted to call it. But we're, you know, we're in the Windy City. We're going to Chi-Town. I love it, man. Two two teams that are really going to try to play a little bit of smash mouth football. I love Reezy. it. I like the neutral site. I think it's great. I mean, uh, I like the matchup. I mean, it. you know, I like Notre Dame's Notre Dame. They're going to track no matter what, so. I like them crossing over against an old, you know, big time Big Ten rival here in uh, Wisconsin. I would so, have to uh, say it's. I'd have to say it's more of a home game for Notre Dame, only being forty five minutes from Chicago, so they might have a slight advantage in the crowd size there. But w- whiskey travels good, man, and and you know, at one and one, that was a. It, it's a pretty deceiving one and one. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier, Mike. I mean, g- give them some of the numbers from from the Penn State game. I mean, yeah, they got. I mean, I would call that game like I gave it the eye test. Like I watched the Penn State game, dominated first half. Just couldn't get it all together in the red zone. Had some mistakes, but I mean, you're looking at a Penn State team who beat Auburn. You know, I mean, they're a pretty legit squad. So. I, you know, would give Wisconsin, and especially based on the line here, I mean, I'm definitely giving them a strong lean. You'll have to come back and check out our picks at the end of the week. But, I mean, based on the number at five and a half, and uh, I think Wisconsin's going to do what they can do, which is run the football, and Notre Dame is struggling right now against the run. So, um, yeah, I'm giving Reese's giving you a strong lean towards uh, the Wisconsin Badgers in this one. So, Steve-O or Mike, you know, Wisconsin is one and one, lost to Penn State. It's a very good football team. Notre Dame, though, three and zero, ranked higher than Wisconsin. Um, what are some of the reasons Wisconsin's favorite here by by five and a half? I think to, Vegas to, wants you to bet Notre Dame. I right. mean, is that's that one that, much yeah, off? They're, they're begging you. They're begging you. They're saying we're giving you five and a half points <laughs> yeah. on a neutral side. How else you know. can I sucker you in on this one? <laughs> I mean, honestly, you'd think that you'd think that the line would have been somewhere around, you know, three and a half, four. The the most. I, I don't know. What what do you guys think of the Jack Cone uh, effect here? He's a uh, former Wisconsin starter, now Notre Dame starter. I, I kind of think that's gonna, you know, there's gonna be emotions definitely running high in this game. So I definitely want to tune in to to see 
there with him and Graham Mertz for Wisconsin, see if we got a little quarterback battle. But I, I think Reezy's right. I think we're going to get a little bit more of a ground and pound from Wisconsin because they can run the ball against Notre Dame. And like like Reezy said, guys, just tune into our picks uh, later in the week. To check yeah, I always. Like, whenever you have these kind of games too, like I always say, like, dude, these guys are twenty years old. You know, I mean, give or take, obviously, but like, this guy's playing against his old team. You know, he's going to be ramped up. I mean, how that you know turns out, I'm not really sure. I mean, I wish we knew that, but like, you know, Cone's coming in like guns blazing. Like, I, you know, I just, you know, coming back to try to. He's got something to prove. Absolutely. I mean, you know, any of us would, you know, we've been there before. We've all been 20 if you ever had something like this. So, you know, I mean, that's the way, but like, you know, do you correlate that into a game plan or like just, you know, I mean, cause I feel like Notre Dame's kind of one-sided plus we've been fading them so far this year, right? One and two against the number we took, we've been betting against them every week. Right. Steve. Right. I mean, yeah. so. Every, every, <laughs> every, every week. week. <laughs> So it ain't going to change this week, people. <laughs> no, <Nah>. it's still <laughs> happening. Dave, take us into the next one, baby. Number seven, Texas A&M, 3-0. Uh, <laughs> they're favored by four and a half uh, with the over-under is 47 and a half. There's number 16, Arkansas, also 3-0. and uh, Another mutual site here at AT&T Stadium. This is a 3-30 game Saturday on CBS. Going to Jerry's world for this one, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, I love, I love the C- CBS three thirty games. Reezy, I think this one definitely be just like last week, Bama Florida game that will not disappoint. Um, I love what Arkansas has done so far this year, though. Uh, you know, preseason not ranked, uh, worked their way all the way up to sixteen. I uh, had a huge crushing win uh, against Texas week two. I think they won forty one to twenty. Um, people weren't expecting to see that kind of output for, for Arkansas. Um, I'm not really flying high with, with A&M here. Um, so, oh, well, why don't you give him, give him some, give him some insight on, on what we're going to be looking for uh, in this game. Um, yeah. I mean, points made. I mean, I think Arkansas is playing well. I thought they beat a, solid Texas team pretty handily. I mean, that wasn't just a, you know, sneak by kind of win. So it's another game. I mean, not games, every game's cut and dry, but I'm like, you look at what one team wants to do and what one team's weak against. And it's like another game, just like that. I mean, arc's going to run the ball. Texas A&M struggling against the run. You know, is it that simple? Never is. But I mean, I, if you look at it that kind of way, you know, I mean, there's definitely some value in the points. I look at Texas A&M. They struggled against a Colorado team who just got shellacked last week by Minnesota, fellow Big Ten team. So, um, you know, I mean, you could see where we're going with these, but, uh, you know, that's it, it's it's always early in the week to, like, just say, oh, it's a slam dunk. But, I mean, Hardly. I would definitely – yeah, it's another hard lean with Arc. I mean, I think these, these this matchup plays in their favor. So, I like it. I like it. I'm so a hard you. lean for Wisconsin, a hard lean for Arkansas. Takes us to our last game of the week: West Virginia, who's two and one at number four, Oklahoma. Oklahoma favored by sixteen and a half with the over under of fifty eight and a half. Uh, this is your thirty game on ABC. For some reason, I really just want to say ABC, <laughs> but Steve. Yeah, Reezy, um, this was another one 
I that had had a pretty strong opinion about the line, and uh, you know we we just discussed in the in the Heisman odds, uh, Oklahoma, and some people are are jumping off Oklahoma's bandwagon, and uh, doesn't look like Vegas is though, Reezy. Yeah, no, I mean I looked at it and I said, you know, if you here's the thing, Oklahoma's going to get bet week in week out. If you've been on the train so far, they've been letting you down. So is this the week you stay on? I mean, it looks like the public's starting to fade them a little bit in early action. West Foss coming off a huge win against uh, Virginia, Tech. Um, Virginia Tech last week. So yep. people are starting to get back on that bandwagon. It By the numbers, it looks like a pretty solid, even matchup. But Vegas is telling you, oh, no, no. We're going, given 16, Oklahoma. So this isn't so much as much as I look at the stats and I like a game as much as Vegas is telling me you're probably going to bet the Sooners here. Hammer, boomer, <laughs> Sooner. <laughs> boomer, Sooner. Vegas is telling you. You got, you know, Reezy, sometimes it's just that simple. Go with what Vegas oh, is telling yeah. you. People try to it's oversimplify. It's the line in the book. What, yeah. Vegas wants a pill without no money. I mean, so <laughs> <laughs> they know what they're doing out there. Yeah. So, Steve, we we didn't talk any over under games. You you're generally a guy that actually bets the uh, the points more than than the spread. What do, do you have anything for us on these three games? Um, I get nervous anytime you say under. So that <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't even think that's in your vocabulary. But if you're saying under, I'm gonna think twice. But, uh, no, I mean, ironically, we picked three games. They're probably the three marquee games of the weekend. All the totals are in the high 40s, which is absurd because this is college football. So, I mean, I think you would have to consider, you know, I mean, I think that it's very rare that you see totals in the 40s, I mean, in college. They're telling you they're expecting lower scoring games, but, I mean, you know, I could jump either way on the fence on probably all three of these games, honestly. I mean, sure. that's – yeah. I mean, when they're that low, it just takes a play or two. I mean, this is an NFL. Like, I mean, so – and they're all three totals are, what, 47, 48, somewhere around there. I mean, which is kind of weird. Oklahoma, but Oklahoma, oh, okay. like you've said, they haven't been covering and they ha- definitely have not been covering in the over. So, I would definitely yeah. stay away from that. Um, but who knows? You know, Oklahoma can come put up – a 50 yeah spot. no i just yeah i think like they probably yeah they're they're a tough read i mean you get them they played well against nebraska defensively couldn't shut down two lanes so you know i mean yeah i think all three totals could you know i'd be on the fat i mean i see notre dame wisconsin as a smash mouth game so i mean i would lead towards under but you know right it's i a- mean me too, but it's just like I'm not very confident on it. Yeah, no, right. When they're that low, it's that's what I meant. Like it just takes yeah. a play, and you're like, oh One boy, play. this is over. Yeah, so but. so that's going to push us to uh, to the NFL, and let's start with uh, the little Giants. So the Giants uh, Falcons, a matchup of the zero and twos. Giants are favored here by two and a half with the over under of forty eight. One o'clock game uh, on Fox. And Steve-O, for, to, to touch on our little Giants segments, uh, they played on Thursday. A tough loss to actually Reezy's Redskins. Um, give us or brief, the football team. 
but yeah, or yeah. the football team. It's just one of those things you can't. I know. You can't I know. Just can't oh yeah, even defeated. the fans can't stand it. So don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but before you get into this game, take us back to Thursday and give us a little bit of your opinion there. Well, you know, Daniel Jones did actually resemble an NFL quarterback on Thursday, so that was a kind of pleasant surprise. But like Greasy told me earlier in the the day there Thursday, Daniel Jones is now five and one, but was five and zero oh against you know, the, the Washington Redskins slash football team. Um, Giants, you know, it's kind of like the typical Giants of the last five years. They they show a little bit of life. So now it's like, ooh, this week we got the Falcons at home. Like, maybe we got a chance. We're given two and a half. We're going to win by a field goal. Why wouldn't we win by a field goal? Saquon had one nice run, and then the rest of it was basically non-existent. The rest was 12 Balls. carries for 16 yards. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't 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 Soft. much. I'm sorry. He's he stops before he even hits the line of the line of scrimmage. Every single time he dances, Lavian Lavian Bell ask. Yeah, but without the delay, it's like he he he, yeah. he gets that first two steps and then he sidesteps. He doesn't hit his hole. He, Those injuries are starting to you know. I think at, eventually they start playing mind games on you. Sure, and it's like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's where he's at. He's probably not 100% either. So, I mean, you factor Reason, in all I, those I things. I he has a little mental damage, too, just on his career. Had such Absolutely. a uh, Oh, yeah. You know, that had basically slumped and has been hurt ever since. And uh, the yeah. pressure he's probably putting on himself, he's, he's probably not dealing with well either. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, he's endorsed as, like, an NFL star, which he, I mean, rightfully so could be. But it's like at some point, like, you got to get back to that level. And, I mean, I'm sure that's a, you know, large amount of pressure that he puts on himself every time he goes out there. So, Side sure, note, the, the Zaquan sneakers are, are fire. He, they didn't yes, say they are. He spells his name with a Z now? It's Zaquan. Oh. It's Sa- did I Sa- say that? Say Saquon, Dave. Oh. With an S. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "This is a sneaker." Like, say Saquon. I was like, "I say something wrong." <laughs> I love it. They're like the kind of old retro Bojack <laughs> say with a say. Hey, Willie May. Um, yeah, they're a little bit of retro Bo Jackson esque from from the past. I like it, but I just like to see you know him not turn into Bo Jackson and have. Have you know a career-ending injury uh, here with this absolutely just softer than baby shit? I know kid show, but offensive line for the Giants is absolutely atrocious. Uh, they've they've been making changes. Poor Nick Gates snapped his leg in half. Had him playing pretty tough at center for for the you know first half last week. Um, so he goes down. So there's yet another change on the offensive line. So I don't know. You know, we, we don't want to spend can too they make much time the changes on these... to go in Atlanta and, and pull off a basically, you know, to win by three or at home. Sorry, it's not. It's not. Yeah, Atlanta. It, it's at home. One o'clock game. Fox. Just kind of how we like them. Just how we like them. High and outside. Uh, that was quoting the Sandlot. Sorry. Whenever I get a chance to quote the Sandlot, I do it. You know, Dave, I, I don't know. I, you know, Atlanta, tough matchup against the, the Bucks last week. Week one. Anybody remember who they played week one? Yeah, they got schlacked by Philly. Philly killed. But, I mean, I'll tell you, I did watch them play Tampa. I thought they played pretty well. Yeah, they're they had two, two pick, pick sixes. sixes. Yeah, yeah, and the fourth that really just made that game look out of control. 
I mean, here's my thing, and this is outside looking in. I mean, if you can't win this game, yeah, hit the alarm. I mean, Just... this is a this is probably like I mean, it's only week three, so nothing's you know must win, whatever. But like, you got to get this one home. You know, I mean, I just feel like the if you're you can't look at your schedule and not get this kind of W and be like, all right, well, we're going to make the playoffs. Like you got to win these games, like some, you know, and this is circled. I mean, so Atlanta's struggling. They, you know, I mean, they're a little beat up, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you guys are at home. I mean, if you don't get it done, I mean, I can't wait to hear the Rams next week. Yeah, lock it up. <laughs> Mike, I, I agree. It's only the third game, but coming off last season, it just doesn't feel like it's only the third game. Yeah. Uh, but let's go ahead. Let's get into the Chargers um, playing the Chiefs, both one and one. Chiefs favored by six and a half with the over under of 55 and a half. That's a 1 p.m. game on Fox as well. 1 p.m.? No, wait. We got something wrong here because both games aren't on Fox at one. Yeah, I was going to say that game. There's no way that game's at one. Hold on, let me Google Hold it quick. On, scientists. I'm gonna go with the old 425 and just throw that out there. <laughs> no, I'm almost Especially because it's West no, Coast too. No, it's one. It's one o'clock on CBS. Oh wow! What a treat! Yeah. <laughs> what a treat! <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got no. We got to keep that going, David. It's a one o'clock game on CBS. It's a treat, and this is, you know, a battle of two teams that very easily could both be 2-0, both lost two basic heartbreakers uh, in Week 2. The uh, the Chargers absolutely stomped on our, uh, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it, our testicles. Uh, we had them as the give-me-my-money pick of the week, and they just couldn't get it done. Reezy, I mean, you said luckily I was out to dinner for my aunt's 80th birthday, or I probably would have thrown my TV out the window. Yeah, it's just one of those games where you're just complacent, and I feel like the Chargers were just complacent in the second half. They had Cowboys right to kill a couple times and just couldn't get it done. Stupid penalties. I mean, I thought the refs made some tough calls, but, you know, I mean – I thought the doubt the Cowboys showed some toughness and they hung in there, but easily could be two and zero. Easily we could have got the bread, but you know that's you know that's just gambling and the NFL and all that stuff. It's just you know par for the course. I mean that happens pretty much every week. You have a game or two like that. Well, how about so, but I'm the Chiefs, the Chiefs could do coming into this game, um, and they would have a tough matchup against the Chargers. Steve, you said it in the beginning. In our first podcast, when we were talking about the NFL about two weeks ago, how you just you don't love you don't love the Chiefs and you don't love Mahomes right now. No, I mean Mahomes is Mahomes. He's going to put up his numbers, but I just I don't. It's it's very tough for a team to go back to back Super Bowls, but to go back to back to back Super Bowls. I mean, we're not the Buffalo Bills of the early '90s here. I just I think it's it's a very tough task. It's a tall task for this team, and it just seems like. Jackson Mahomes is getting more, um, I guess, publicity uh, or media attention than his brother Patrick is right now. Like that kid, he is like an attention whore like no other. I, I can't get over that kid, but I don't really want to spend too much time on him because you know, other people already have. But stop throwing water at, at Ravens fans at the brother loses. Punk. Yeah, that was – I mean, hey, I, I feel like uh, the Chiefs kind of – they definitely show a lot of 
uh, complacency too. I mean, to keep using the same word, but it's vulnerability. Eh? Eh, yeah. That's a, that's a encyclopedia Brown for you right there. Yeah. To the point where like you're up 11 against Baltimore and it's just like, they never put the gas step pedal down. They came out kind of flat against Cleveland. Like, I, I don't know when you're going to get them to like, they, you know, when they just gas it, cause you know, they can do it. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think they still end up probably where they want to be, which is the AFC championship or somewhere around there. So, but um, with that, yeah, I mean, to get back to the charger game, I will say opened at seven down to six and a half. I think the chart, you know, I always say like, I think the chargers can match up with anybody. So, you know, my early lean is towards the chargers with, I'm with that you. line move. I'm... Yeah. Um, you know, and Hey, Casey's 0-2 against number. Don't bet teams that don't cover. Like, you know, if they're not covering, you just keep fading them. I mean, it's just like me and Steve-O. If we ain't giving you good picks, then fade us. But there's never a bad pick. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if we're hot, ride us in the sunset. But if we're not, it's all right. That's why I meant there's never such thing as a bad pick. Like, if we're ice cold, you go the other way. I mean, the Chiefs aren't covering right now. I'd say go with the Chargers. Well, Mike, let's jump uh, into to two hot teams, the Bucks 2-0 and at the Rams 2-0. and uh, Rams favored by 1.5 with the over-under of 54.5. This is a 425 game, and this one is on Fox. I think we're going to get uh, Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman for this one. Don't don't foresee him doing the Giants game. Giants will get probably like, uh, you know, I don't know, two buddy people you don't care about. But anyway. Won't be a um, national game. Yeah, you know what? So the Bucks, Bucks are they're two and zero. Yes, I'll give them two and zero, but it's not a great two and zero. It's not a two and zero that I'm totally over ecstatic about. The Rams, they've got a high octane offense right now. Reezy, you got Sam or uh, Sam Sam Bradford with the flying. You got uh, Matt Stafford, uh, really, you know, steering that ship. Um, I, I I like the Rams here. I I, I like the uh, the at home big game, huge game for them. Um, I I really think that uh, they're going to be ready to to face off against the Rams. I think they match up well against them, especially defensively with you know Sam Darnold and company. Um, you got uh, my boy my boy Jalen Ramsey at corner locking things down. So I don't know, man. I I don't know what your take is on the line here, but um rams given a point and a half i I could see him winning by a field goal yeah no i mean i would definitely agree early on in the week i mean i think this is just a great matchup i mean this is pretty much you know things stay course this is the nfc championship i mean that's the way you just got to look at it i mean you just have the bucks who are just they're they're just kind of moving along brady just looks ageless out there I, you know, I haven't been overly impressed with the teams they played, but they're getting it done super efficient. Uh, McVay, I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, he just has, I mean, he's just in, enamored with Stafford. So he's a brilliant mind. I feel like this is going to be a home run. You know, it's already shown signs of it. Um, so, I mean, I think if you add that with a stronger defense, you had a tough injury for, Tampa Bay I heard they're out looking for Richard Sherman you know they're already looking for some cornerback help I just feel like this is a game where the Rams come circle it where the Bucks might come in 
just kind of like Koham, you know, I mean, it could lead to bigger things down the road, but I definitely like the Rams in this spot here. I just think they're, uh, I think their physical nature on the defense, maybe getting some pressure up front with just the four, which we all know Tom hates. Uh, you know, I think these are all good things that point towards the Rams. I'm so early you. week, leaning Giants, Chargers, Rams, but then at night we got the Packers at the 49ers. 49ers favored by three and a half with the over under at 49 and a half. Uh, so it's the 820 start on NBC. And two teams that I think we're not sure what we're going to get. One on one Packers with, with Rodgers, who's been a little bit all over the place. But Steve, I'll kind of set this straight for us a little bit. He got a rematch of, uh, you know, two years ago, NFC Championship game. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, serviceable, done well, got him to 2 and 0. Serviceable. Played serviceable and i'm not talking about a uh you know a uh a chinese um you know what they're called don't make me say i it. love how that anyway, that's just where your head goes yeah sick sick serviceable <laughs> um but you know i i don't know uh i we definitely i think all leaned on the packers uh last week uh having a big bounce back game but really they were down half to to the lions um i i think that if the Niners can stay healthy on both sides of the ball. They're going to have a great season. And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't foresee Aaron Jones having a big as big of a game as he had uh, on Monday Night Football against the Lions. I think they're going to lock him down. You know, we'll see what Devontae Adams can do uh, with, with A.A. Ron and, and, you know, throwing him the rock. But I don't know. I, I lean the Niners in this game. Uh, at home, out there in Frisco, Sunday night football. I I think Kyle Shanahan comes out with a good game plan to to kind of play their game, slow the clock down or slow the game down, and come come out with the, with the dub and cover the three and a half. Um. Yeah, I would. I mean, I think Dave nailed it on the head. It's like, I don't know what we're going to get here. Like, I mean, right. we got a couple teams like and uh, I mean, I I'm not surprised San Francisco beat who they beat. I mean, they're just better. They're healthier, but uh, I'm not sure they're definitely not nearly as dynamic. I mean, they had a powerful running game couple of years ago, Mozart's out. I mean, they're super banged up. I mean, I think they're trying out like guys left and right for running backs. Um, you have the pack who are pretty much the same pack, but definitely an idea of like, what kind of effort do you get from this team week in, week out? Like, is this the bulls run that Aaron Rodgers is, you know, thinking, or is this like, you know, we're just going to ride this out and we'll see what happens at the end of the year kind of thing. Or is there a real sense of urgency? Um, this is more like an Oklahoma game to me. Like, I don't think I have a strong feeling, but Vegas is saying Niners to me because I just three and a half. Yeah. I didn't really have that line pointed in that direction. Like, I mean, um, I guess three is your home field. Uh, but I just feel like San Fran's kind of banged up here. Uh, I think the public will definitely get back on the bandwagon of the pack. It's, you know, it's, it's going to happen. So um, I would definitely give my lean towards the Niners here, but uh, definitely a game I'm looking forward to seeing because, I mean, I just want to see where these two teams are at. I think you'll get a better gauge after that. I agree. 
Lantern, we got 60 seconds on the clock. Give the people what they need, Steve-O. Giving the people what they need! And we're still going with spreads here. We're going with college football teams who are undefeated against the spread this year with the cover margins per game. You got Fresno State 4-0 against the spread with a plus 15.9. You got Michigan undefeated at 3-0, 19 points better than the opponent against the spread. Rucker 17.8, Utah State 16.8, Iowa 13.8, number four ranked team in the country. Then the team we mentioned earlier, Arkansas 12.8, Ole Miss 12.2, Bowling Green 11.8, UTSA 9.7, Penn State 7.8, South Carolina Plus six, six. Damn. yeah, plus six point <laughs> seven, and Liberty. Oh, Nolan! <laughs> oh man! So Old so Nolan, assistant graduate, whatever he is, <laughs> he, the, the kids are coming out of retirement. Over came out of retirement. Cover city, cover city. We love it. So, guys, check into those teams. And then Steve, I'll wrap it up. Give me my money. Pick of the week. Give me my money. Pick of the week. I'm rolling with a team that Reezy's put me on to each and every week. And we're going to stay on the Carolina Panthers train. Thursday night football minus eight against the Houston Texans. It's a short week. And we got Carolina Panthers offense averaging 392 yards per game. And Houston's defense is giving up an average of 388 yards per game. So that means one thing, one thing only to me, Cover City fans. Sam Darnold's going to light it up. He's going to add to his 584 passing yards this season. Three touchdowns, only one INT. And then you got my man Christian McCaffrey, a little run CMC. My man's running and catching. He's got 150 rushing or 170 rushing yards this season and 154 receiving yards. I look for the Carolina Panthers to cover the eight, take down the Houston Texans Thursday night football. And I want y'all saying, give me my money. That'll do it, folks. Another podcast in the books. Reezy, thanks for joining. You got any uh, last words for the listeners before we, we cut? We lost them. We lost them. I'll give you Reezy's last word. As he said in the podcast, don't bet the team. Bet the team out. Nope, that's not what he said. Uh, what, what did my trainer say? He said, come prepared. Come prepared. So just come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Reezy's back. Oh, he's back. My man, I left. I thought, like, I thought, I go, is this how it works? He gives the butter hard roll and he just, we're out. I'm like, I'm like we just go blank. I go, talk to you. We'll talk to you on Friday. That's it. Reezy, thanks for joining. Any last words for the, the listeners? Oh, yeah. We got a couple things. I mean, uh, I like that. Oh, we got a couple things. We keep the tape rolling. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm still a horse guy at heart. You got a million dollar race in uh, parks on Saturday. If you're interested for uh, three year olds, it's kind of like the last big race for uh, before the uh, Breeders' Cup. Uh, Breeders' Cup. Yes. So you'll have like Hot Rod Charlie and a couple horses like that that people probably notice from like Kentucky Derby. Uh, so tune into that if you're interested and I'm going to give you one sleeper pick in the NFL. Uh, we are going with Dan Campbell and the Detroit lions. I like the rate. I like the Ravens 
kind of sleepwalking into Detroit and uh, keeping that uh, the Lions keeping that one close plus eight. So, but besides that, that's it. Love it, love it, Steve-O, What do you got? We sending us out lantern it, music. Lantern, get us into the weekend, baby. But also Ryder Cup. Support the USA Ryder Cup action in golf this weekend. Make sure you guys are tuning in. It's going to be on NBC. Um, but uh, you know what? I can't wait for you guys to say, get it covered. Give me my money.